1: Welcome. I'm Dr. Jeremy Lookaball, Industrial Organizational Psychology Consultant and Workplace Communication and Negotiation Coach. Today, Dr. Destiny Preet and I will be reviewing the upcoming three-day experience slash conference that Seabok will be hosting in August of this year, 2023.
2: So Jeremy just pressed the record button and told me to go ahead and talk after I've been talking for the last three minutes. So (laughs) hi everyone. Thank you for coming. Today we wanted to just, like I said, we wanted to talk about you know why this event might be an opportunity for you to, you know, get to know each other more. Share with your colleagues. Share with your program directors. Uh, maybe you are a program director. Uh, we're excited about this event not only because it's free, but it gives you an opportunity to do a lot of things. Uh, the entire event's uh, days are divided into three different focus areas. So. Um, connect, network, and grow in the field of IO and, and applied psychology too. So we don't forget that, but it's, you know, those, those days are centered around those themes and the different events that we have scheduled for that day are also around those themes. So um, if you don't know me, I'm Destiny Preet, Dr. Preet. I have my doctorate in IO psychology I'm a business owner. I own my own business. I have my own nonprofit organization. I've been working alongside Jeremy for the last, I don't know, seven or eight months now, um, helping build out Seabock and its offerings and really bringing the fun and creative energy. (laughs) I have to, I have to like stick it to Jeremy every once in a while because it's fun, um, to CBOC, so And this was this conference, this three-day, I wouldn't call it a conference. We're calling it an experience because that's really what we want the intent and the feel to be. Uh, we're creating this experience to really get people together and to talk about some of the you know things in our field that are challenging, right? Branding, networking, optimizing yourself, trying to explain what in the world it is we actually do. Um, So that's one of the reasons we wanted to do the event. And also because last year I started a series of posts about what I was calling the unofficial IO psychology awareness month. And every day I was posting posts that had highlighted or showcased why organizations should consider hiring an IO psychologist in their workspace, um, in their organizations, you know? And so because of those posts, it got, I got a lot of traction, CUBAC officially declared uh, August every year as IO Psychology Awareness Month. So we are going to use that Awareness Month to um, also kind of showcase this experience. So um, anything else you want to add to that, Jeremy?
1: I'll share a little bit all about bringing increasing IO awareness because we've all had that problem of saying, Hey, I'm, I'm, I love IO psychology. I'm studying IO psychology. I'm in that field and people say, I've never heard of it. So we're working a lot to to bring that brand and really focusing on how can we provide what we didn't have when we were in our own IO programs and we, we graduated. So starting to fill in those gaps, gaining, helping people gain clarity. And that's what we do. We've got a nice bank of experts and we have coaches that help with Pathfinders. But we're really excited to bring this experience to everyone in August as we continue to provide networking opportunities, what skills are needed, how do you find your niche area, just all these questions that we had. And quite frankly, a lot of us still have because we're always learning and we're always figuring it out, the experience that we have. And we would love for you to be a hero to other I.O. students and to your professors to be able to share that with them and help them while you're building your own community and you're networking out.
2: In addition to all of that, the jury mentioned, you know, one of the things I feel like sometimes like we wanted to be able to give an opportunity also to complement all of those other activities and things and maybe conferences that you're going to. Right. So, for example, like I'll be in Boston next week for SIOP. There will be another event in June uh, for another organization um, out there. And then this one will be in August. So we wanted to complement other organizations, things that are going on. Not only can you take what you've learned throughout the year and throughout your college and your your program, but we want to give you an opportunity to build on that, to create those lasting and impactful relationships that maybe you've met along the way, which is why you should share the information here today, too. But also, we all wanted to give an opportunity to walk away with more than just a network. We wanted to be able to give you an opportunity to walk away with a skill set or a competency. And so we're actually going to incorporate a micro-credential. Um, some people, there's, it's, it can also be the same as a digital badge, basically. But an opportunity for you to walk away with something um, that you can then like learn during the learn during the conference, but then walk away and demonstrate mastery of that competency. So for example, if you attend certain uh, sessions and they will be labeled, if you attend certain sessions, I do believe it's three out of seven sessions. Um, and then you will be required to in order to get the credential, you will be able you will be required to either write an article or to show up and speak on a topic. Um, during a work cookie podcast. And so if you do that, then you will be able to be eligible for the micro-credential. And that does a few things. One, that builds your skill sets, your competencies, right? And two, it gives you the opportunity to learn and then to demonstrate that learning. And then three, it gives you an opportunity to kind of uh, put in place some of those skills you may have learned during the conference, such as you're building your ability to speak, present. And I think Jeremy's bringing stuff up right now, which is why I'm kind of like, oh, my screen is going crazy on me. There's, there will be certain things that you'll learn along the way that you'll be able to put into place during this. And also guess what? It gives you an opportunity to show up as an expert in the space, right? Now you're on a work cookie podcast, you can use those things to put on your resume, on your teaching transcript. If you you want to become a teacher or professor, you can put it on your, some people have a link tree uh, where they have all of the things that they've written, they participated in. You can also add it to that too. uh, We wanted to be able to give you an opportunity to learn and showcase that learning.
1: I'll bring up some of the, the session specifics. The other cool thing about being on the podcast which is an option for the micro credentialing is there's a part in linkedin where it says on your profile where where it says featured in, and you can put a direct link to that podcast where a recruiter can come and listen to that podcast that you contributed on and you can even put that on you know in your resume and they can listen to you to your contribution and by the way it's not just for this micro credential every thursday at noon eastern we have these open these open mic events. It's the largest IO psychology podcast in the world. We've we've posted in terms of our, our stats. It's it's absolutely crazy in a good way. But you can contribute. You can come. It's uh, you know, we have our regulars, we have people that pop in and out, we have our regular contributors. It's really a, a like a family ordeal. It's fun. So any Thursday, you can come, you can contribute, you can join us. And it's c slash events. You just go there. It's a free ticket. And then you go, you got your access.
2: Yeah. And then you get tagged in it, right? And then you get Oh to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like you get tagged in it, right? Which is, I don't know. I think it's like, I, I, I seriously talk about it all the time to professionals in the space and to students. It's like the best opportunity and easiest opportunity to kind of become a resource to others, to create that you know presence, that expert presence about yourself is to start showing up and being a contributing member in the number one podcast, in these opportunities. Maybe even, you know, one of the other things that you can do with this micro-credential that we talked about is you can create an article. That's another way to start showcasing yourself and your expertise. So, and in a field so large where it's hard to figure out who we are, where we belong, this gives you an opportunity to start feeling your way through that if if you're starting. So, kind of feel how it feels to talk about a certain topic that you think you're super interested in. And you realize, "Eh, I don't know how I feel about this. Or maybe you're like, this is definitely the stuff that I like to talk about and that I like to be known for. So it gives you an opportunity to really get to know that space and that niche area, too.
1: And we'll get into we'll start to get into some of the meat. I'll do a screen share and show you where you can find the exact session info. And the neat thing about the the site is you can kind of you can create your own schedule. You can start certain things so that you create your own agenda. So I'm going to share that. Uh I periodically as as more people join, I'll reshare the brochure. So you'll see that pop up again if you see a file. It's the same file. But the way Zoom works is when new people come in, they can't access the previous chat. So that's why I'm doing that. But I'll also share the the link to, to what I'm viewing. And then Destiny and I will talk about. I think we just picked out three, three, three that we can speak to. So here, when you go to the events, uh, we just scroll down here. This is the actual three day experience. You'll see the date for August 10th. To get to the schedule, it'll say schedule. Just click on this see all right here. And that's when you'll be able to see the entire session, all the sessions. And once you, you can log, I mean, you can log in and create an account and then you can view, view your agenda. And just create your own agenda by starring them. And with the drop downs here, for example, how to drive I/O in the field with authenticity and professionalism. You can see on the first day that's at eleven fifteen, and you can read more about what that session is going to be. For those of you know, we we likely can't all be except for Destiny and I. We can't be at all of them. So you can start. You can create your own agenda for which ones you want to go to. Destiny, we were going to speak to, I think, this one, optimizing your online presence yep. and brand. So I'll let you take over.
2: Yeah. So for one, one I think I mentioned earlier, I'm not sure if it was captured in the conversation, but there are three days and they're all themed. Uh, the first day is connect. Uh, and so we wanted to focus all of those uh, offerings that day on connecting. Um, and the connection can be a lot of different things. Um, I thought, can you leave it up there, Jeremy?
1: Yep. Oh,
2: see, Jeremy.
1: eventually, it's <laughs> give me 15 <laughs> minutes. I'll have it up for you.
2: There we go. It's my life story with Jeremy. All right, optimizing your online presence of brands. So, how you know how you were seen, and how you are known, being known to recruiters of psychology, IO psychology talent, and other opportunity holders in a way that matches your career goals and allows you to stand out from the rest of the crowd. An online presence can significantly increase the likelihood of others being able to find you and reach out to you and then come join our CBOC experts. So Jeremy mentioned earlier that we have a ton of experts. We do, Jeremy, I don't know if you want to go into a little bit of detail about the kinds of de- uh, experts that we have at CBOC that are um, going to be helping facilitate these, uh, but also are a part of our Pathfinder Expert Program membership as well. And that also help contribute to the growth of CBOC.
1: Yes. I'll just go kind of top of my head here. Uh, we've got so in terms of the, I just call them a bank of experts, we've got people that are experts on LinkedIn specifically, people that are experts on resumes specifically, and we bridge that that gap. We always talk about bridging the gap between scholar and practitioner. We also bridge the gap between HR and IO. So on our bank of experts and Pathfinder coaches, we have two veterans in the HR space that are very good at what they do. They've been in HR for a while, so they they know all the ins and outs of recruiting, of job interviewing, of resumes. If I didn't just say that, that's you know one example because that's one of the big questions is once once I graduate, whether you're in there are bachelor's degrees in IO psychology, something that didn't used to exist to my knowledge until recently. So whether you're graduating with your bachelor's in IO or your PhD in IO, or of course your master's in IO, one of the questions is what's it what's it look like? What's it look like in terms of the job outlook? So we have people that will speak on those particular things, uh, how to maximize your presence on social media on LinkedIn, but also on your resume and also during the job interview. We also have Tom Bradshaw. If you've listened to the work Cookie Podcast, he's our great, great moderator. He's the uh, voice and speech coach for the iO community. He's an actor. And he works really well with your speaking voice, and he has all of these great tips in terms of presenting yourself, no matter what the crowd, and also how do you speak to many but speaking to one at the same time. So he's obviously excellent. Um, anywhere from you know like Cynthia Lieberman, just an absolute expert on on social media and branding. We have star consultants. We have people who have who are uh, what they call themselves hybrids, who work in the HR field, but also the I.O. field in a consult- in consulting roles. So you're, you get a lot of experience in the industries. Oh, my gosh, Destiny, I can't. We've got everything from government to emergency services to uh, aerospace and engineering to biopharma, to manufacturing, construction, hospitality, healthcare, we've got ex, ex, our experts are, are are experts in the field, and we'll offer quite a bit in terms of the questions, whether it be um, how to determine your niche area of I/O, job search things, optimizing your your presence, um, how to how to stand out above the crowd. I'll mention too that all of you are getting into I/O at a very very good time. It looks a lot different than it did five years, especially 10 years ago. The job market for I.O., it might not seem like it yet, but behind the scenes, it is absolutely booming. Many of you saw in 2012 where the Bureau of Labor Statistics said I.O. is going to be the fastest growing job until 2022, and just true to its word. I think right now, I.O. has the same job growth rate as uh, like HR managers, right around 9% you'll see a lot of different... Stati- I've seen a lot of different statistics depending on where you see it, but that's one particular one I found. You're getting it at a good time. The, the, the brand of IO is increasing. And I say this, you all are the future of IO. Thank goodness, because I've, I've just met some great up and coming IOs. It's absolutely amazing. I'll let you take over, Destiny.
2: I appreciate you saying all of that. And I I say that a lot. Me and Jeremy talk about when we talk about students and we talk about the professionals coming in, definitely the future of I.O. Brian mentioned in the chat that the current recession and tech layoffs may be impacting some student opportunities. Yes, there's definitely truth to that. But I do believe that smaller organizations are finding the value of I.O. practitioners and their work. Um, It's our job in some ways to educate them on the differences between HR and I.O. In fact, I just shared today, um, I'll put in the chat. Uh, ChatGPT wrote a song for me yesterday on why you should hire an I.O. Uh, And today it wrote one for me on the difference between HR and I.O. Uh, So there's a little verse and song. It's just a little bit of fun. But the truth is, is that there are differences and there are similarities and it's like part of our responsibility, especially as the future of our field to really showcase the differences and to show what case where they complement each other as well. And so I think there's some, you know, but that's just something fun to and chat GPT is another fun place to go and kind of learn and and play around with I mean. Me and Jeremy talked about it yesterday, like what's better than a bunch of IO people figuring out the best way to write questions and to ask questions to AI. So there's so much growth and opportunity embedded within our field that even though the layoffs are happening, the opportunity is abundant. We just have to be better at seeing that too. So anything you want to share about that, Jeremy?
1: Oh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I thought you were going to sing it. If you if you guys, if you want to hear <laughs> Destiny sing a little bit go to the work cookie podcast it's episode i don't know maybe like in the 90 range it's called the io show destiny and jeremy the jingle it's called the jingle you'll you'll hear destiny do a jingle and i thought that uh i thought that you were gonna sing it to us but i get it well i'm not
2: you know i wasn't prepared with my like entourage so no not today jeremy but maybe next time
1: (laughs) okay and I put great minds thinking like I I threw that link up too in the in the chat for you for everyone for your chat GPT post.
0: You're listening to Work Cookie, a CBOC podcast. We'll be right back after this break. Please
1: subscribe to the podcast because it helps us out and it helps the field of I.O. And if you are in or getting into the industrial organizational psychology field and you feel a little lost in the crowd, you're looking for support to jumpstart your career blaze your IO path, and maybe get the answers that your degree program never gave you about what it's actually like to work as an IO psych practitioner, check out CBOC's IO career pathfinder membership at cboc.com. If you're a more established IO practitioner, check out our expert membership to showcase your expertise, build your brand, and be part of our initiatives. Do you lead a university's IO or applied IO psychology program? Go to cboc.com, get in touch to partner with us to build your program's brand, and get solid real world support for your students. Let us do the heavy lifting for their engagement and experiences. And businesses, get in touch. We've got the bank of experts you need for coaching, consultation, and program development and execution.
0: Welcome back. You're listening to Work Cookie, a CBOC podcast. What's the next one? We were going
1: to talk about how to, de- ooh, this is a big one how to determine your niche area in I.O. How to determine your area of expertise. That is
2: the reason I think so many people are coming and finding organizations like CBOC, right? It's like, I, it is so big. The, the field is so broad and it is, it is an umbrella field, which is great, but you do have to at some point decide what you want to do, or maybe you happen to fall into a category based on job, you know, and opportunities that present themselves to you. For example, I happen to accidentally fall into the space of certification and credentialing. And I actually really love it. Um, I, there's so much growth and opportunity in that space. I mean, think about the upskilling, the reskilling, uh, all of this conversation about education versus certification. There's so much opportunity there, but I happen to fall into it by accident. Um, Some of it is very, you know, autonomous, independent work, but Uh, there's a lot that is, you know, I'm able to bring my passion of high, like showcasing the military population into certification and stuff. So when we talk about niche, sometimes niche happens to just find you. (laughs) Um, If you ask a lot of people in our community, you know, what what do you love about IA? They're like everything, all the things, you know, I like people and I like retention and I like hiring and I like but you have to eventually decide. And sometimes I tell people, you know, we, we use the word authentic authenticity a lot. And what's, what are you most authentic? What's most authentic, but sometimes the best way to describe finding your niche is to feel like find out what's most naturally easy for you to talk and converse at length about. So that might not always be, you know, what your specialty is, but it could be what your specialty is because I find myself talking at great length about the military community and I found ways to incorporate that and embed that into my career path and trajectory. So something to think about. Day two was the network. Another one um, that was on there that I thought that they would really love is establishing yourself as a resource, right? That's like such a great topic to, to know, and to be able to do, because that's really where you're going to establish yourself as an expert in something. Reading that description here, the psychological concept of reciprocation is one of the strongest in growing personal relationships and succeeding in careers. The value provides to others may go unnoticed, but not for long. An important step to becoming a thought leader is to establish yourself as a resource within your field. Come join us. And as you can see on the schedule itself, if you're viewing this, or if you're listening in, um, the sessions that are denoted uh, as part of the micro-credential are listed, and this is one of those sessions that is denoted as part of the IO psychology thought leadership micro-credential that we'll be creating.
1: Back to that niche area, finding your area of expertise. This is something that is a good resource. It's, if you go to the website and click on resources in the niche area of IO, this is a post that we did. We had people provide niche areas, so it's, it's a running list that we have of different and that's why it's jack of all trades because look I think we have 89 here there might be one duplicate a lot right there there's a there's a lot here and a lot of you are also asking yourselves do I want to become a consultant independent do I want to become a consultant working for like a McKinsey or do I want to work at a company in an in an IO practitioner realm And that is another question. And that's another kind of question that we'll be answering and discussing throughout these three days, because that is, again, we've, we've been there. And also with our, with our coaching and our mentorship of many, many IO students, we try as much as we can to see things from your perspective and to put our, our, our finger on the pulse and to keep in mind some of the biggest challenges that current students have or that recently graduated students bring up so that we can prepare you now. Actually, let me turn that around so that you can take the steps to prepare and put yourself in a better position, give yourself a leg up on the competition once you hit that great that that graduation day. Because the work that you put in, you know, don't wait until then to start networking, all, all of these types of things. Don't wait till then to start to. F- at least think about what your niche area is going to be. But there's a lot here. The reason that finding a niche practice, a niche area of expertise is so important. I'm I'm famous for my horrible analogy. So I'm going to give you guys a horrible analogy. If let's say that you're good at basketball and you want to be uh, a paid you know, side basketball coach where you coach people and you want to start a business, I'm a basketball coach, I'll teach you how to play basketball. That's If you say, I'll teach you how to play basketball, think about the clientele that you're going to speak to directly. And if you speak to, let's say a hundred people and you say, I can help you to coach basketball, think of how many people might come to you as opposed to what if you said, I can teach you how to, how to shoot three pointers. I am the three point shooter basketball coach. That's what I do. If you want to learn how to, to shoot three pointers, if you just go general and say, I'm a basketball coach you know, buy my services, I'll teach you how to play basketball. You might get, let's just say you might get four out of a hundred. But if you say, I am a three point shooter coach, you might speak to 20 people specifically. And because you're speaking to them specifically, they feel that differently. They get it differently. And you might get say 10 out of 20. So the question then becomes, would you rather have 10 out of 20 potential clients or four out of a hundred potential clients? And that's when we look at everything from just in general marketing. When we look at the job search in terms of what you're speaking about during your job interviews, what do you really bring to the organization? What's your focus and what can you speak to, whether it's in a cover letter, your resume, or if you're going the consulting route, what can you speak to in terms of, again, speaking to the masses, but making them know that you're speaking to them directly. So that's another reason of why it's important to, to drill it down even farther so that you're speaking to a, a more targeted audience.
2: Yeah. And and I love our field too, because it's so broad and the niche, even the niche areas are so there's so many of them. It's, there's not a ton of competition like there is, but there's not because we are constantly, you know, we stay up and current in our field and relative to like what's going on in the workforce. And even some of those fundamental things, you know, like, what are certifications and uh, credentialing things going to now? They're going back to soft skills. (laughs) So we're creating things that like, you know, have been in like, you know, communication and emotional intelligence and all of these soft skills that we kind of take for granted. And with AI coming up, you know, there's, there's so much work to be done. So even those niche areas that might seem really foundational, like there's a lot of like already expertise and people doing that, guess what? It's, it's consistent kind of rotational thing that happens in the workforce, right? Yes. New concepts come up but when those new concepts come up, there's still work to be done in those foundational things. So there's so much work for everyone that, that really we would do ourselves such a big favor. Um, if we just became extremely collaborative in the field of IO, sharing best practices, sharing the way that we do things. And so that's another goal of why we try to do what we do here at CBOC and why we want to do stuff like the conference or the experience, the three-day experience, is because we want people to come together and information share, share ideas, share best practices, share research. So something else to think about. Um, and then in, in, in terms of the niche areas that even foundational stuff is incredibly important and there's so much opportunity there too.
1: We're always wondering, what are the current challenges that, Uh, you're facing what's lacking with uh, your current interaction some of the program what can we do because we of course want to help to augment those things we want to provide some of that support and we're always learning and we're always getting better and the only way that we can do it is through through feedback so please feel free to share that information with us
2: yeah, and then the last uh, day is the grow day. So it's all about growth. After you've you know kind of learned some things, experienced some things, had some dialogue and conversations, maybe you're deep in thought. Um, and throughout this experience, we also are going to have a Slack community. So uh, in the next couple of months, we will start that Slack community so that you can uh, engage on there and grow and then have conversations. Um, So that last day, you'll have the opportunity to really like showcase that growth and job search strategies and interviewing techniques will be on the last day from 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern. And just as Jeremy was talking about, you know, how do you communicate your value, value? How do you stand out from other applicants? How do you communicate that you are competent and ready to hit the ground running? And how do you let your passion shine through? we have so many students and and young and up and coming um, professionals in our field come to CBOC to really get that advice about, you know, creating that career pathway, creating like, what does it look like? How do I communicate it? I know what I offer. I know that I would be able to hit the ground running. I know that I would be able to learn quickly. That learning curve would be shorter for me because I'd just be so motivated. So our experts in, in this session Um, and beyond can help you navigate on how to showcase yourself through different strategies and techniques. So
1: one of the things I hear a a lot, and it's, it's a sentiment felt by, you know, probably I'm I'm sure people graduating with it, with any degree, let alone just an IO degree is when people are, if we've come across people and they're finding a difficult job at time, getting a job, it's this. I'm they're chomping at the bit to get out of the starting gate. They're like, I know so much. I know I can be effective and I know I can be powerful and I know I can hit the ground running. I just need that chance. I would be awesome and provide so much value to any organization. And that last uh, bit that we were sharing and talking about is how do you communicate that value and how do you communicate that sense of urgency without a sense of desperation on your part? And that's a a little bit of a balancing act. So we'll talk about those particular things as well.
2: Why we wanted to come today with you all come here and talk about this, not only was to give you all of that information, but to answer any questions. We, we've also like feedback. There's things out there that are missing that you all are hoping for based on the things that you might be missing in your programs, the things that you might be challenged with post-program. We want to know that so that we can start embedding processes and experiences and events and opportunities to get what you're looking for. So if we can help somehow Augment things for you, let us know. That's why we are building what we're building. And I can tell you, since I've been working with Jeremy, Jeremy is one of the most thoughtful and seriously invested people that I've ever met. He really wants to, like, every time we talk, if we start to go on these tangents with ideas, we always come back to mission, which is community and belongingness in the field, creating community, creating belongingness. And that's what I love so much is that we really focus on the core of the mission every single day. And and I think it's showing, are we missing things? Sure, there's a lot out there. There's so much out there that it's easy to miss. That's why we ask for feedback and ask for input because we wanna know what's relevant to you all and what you all need from organizations like ours in order to be successful.
1: I love it. And Natasha says, I've always been curious about what more I need to do now. I just feel I need to, knew, to know more and gain more hands-on experience in order to feel I'm an expert, whatever niche journey I'm headed down. Destiny, do you know the the two-word phrase that a lot of the challenge comes from generally that I'm thinking of?
2: Imposter syndrome. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun,
1: dun. <laughs> That's the most
2: music you'll get from me today. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes. Imposter syndrome. I have met people with so much experience, so much education. So much practical experience, veterans in their space, and they have imposter syndrome. and it, it bites and it bites hard. I, I always think it's important for people to realize we're much we're much smarter than we think and we, we're much more capable than we think, even if you know a little more than than someone else. And at any step or any level that you are all at right at this very moment, you are that person that can provide that. Think about it. You're driving around along the road. Let's say you've got, I don't know, 40 years of life experience. You're driving down the road, you get a flat tire, turns out you don't know how to change a flat tire. 14 year old kid comes chugging along on his bike. I can change that for you. Guess what? That 14 year old kid knows more than you, is able to provide value for you, and is able to help you. So these things we off that 14 year old might say, What could I do to help someone with 40 years of life experience? Well, they just found out. And I think it's the, the the perspective aspect of all of this is very important. Ooh, niche opportunities. Jeff says, interested in the niche oppo- opportunities and then focusing on one, entering IO master's program in September after a career pivot from marketing. Jeff, if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, please do. or And if you are, just send me a message. There's someone I'm going to connect you to, somebody who is the exact why well, exact is is in a in a master's program doing a career pivot from marketing? So I would love to get you two connected. Man, that's fantastic, and that's that's the other thing that we do. We love we we love just providing opportunities, especially. Oh my gosh, I can we we talk about this all the time. People in our community, people that are are like our Pathfinder members, we're always finding these odd, but very effective ways to allow them to get involved. Just for example, we have a Pathfinder member right now who went from a full-time job and has now made a career pivot to consulting. And it's it can be a little frightful because it's you're losing that job security, for example. And we said, why don't we allow this, this person to be a part of this team that we have going, doing something, and it has all to do with consulting. And we even are giving this person an opportunity to do a podcast episode, along with one of our experts to do a reality TV show based podcast on her journey so that she can add value to the community, but at the same time, build her own brand. We just, we, we love finding these in, these ins and outs for people to become involved and for people to grow and build themselves and connect.
2: Yeah. And, it, and also like it not only builds community and support, but it builds accountability for Them too, which is helpful when you're trying to get things done and you're feeling overwhelmed. You're like, well, I have, you know. And and in some cases, it might overwhelm people in a in a negative way. But if you really think about it, it's a really positive engagement because it allows you to have you're, you're making accountability for yourself you're driving accountability to other people that you're sending your message to. It's just, it really does work in a lot of different ways. Hopefully Jeremy and I got you a little bit excited. You feel comfortable in approaching us with any questions, feedback, discussion points, dialogue. There is time that we can change some of the aspects of the experience. So if we get enough feedback, we can update it, make it a little bit more specific or targeted if needed. Thank you for coming today. Anything else you wanted to add, Jeremy?
1: Thank you all for coming. Please help us get out the word that PDF can be shared with your faculty, with IO program directors, with your fellow students. Destiny, you want to run us out of here?
2: Thank you, everyone. And three, two, one. Have a good day.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Work Cookie, a CBOC podcast. Don't forget to sign up at seabock.com. That's S-E-B-O-C dot com to engage with our community, gain a sense of belonging, access our other media, and get rapid advice from experts. Would it be a bad idea to make your most challenging workplace problems go away? At seaboc.com.